Hola, chicas. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2022. Sneaking in a bonus episode, almost without any marketing, because it's January 6th, the feast day of the Epiphany, the King's Day, a much celebrated day and ending of the Christmas season for millions of people around the world who celebrate this day, especially in the Hispanic cultures. It's really difficult to celebrate these cultural traditions and celebrations when you don't have your immediate community around you, especially now during the pandemic, during the isolation, during Omicron not being the nice house guest and actually still causing so many problems. So I wanted to sneak this in here, help you become aware of the day which used to be celebrated much larger here in the U.S., but is still greatly celebrated throughout the world. It is considered the end, the last day of the Christmas season, and typically a holiday in many Latin American and Hispanic countries because of its importance. This is a really exciting time of year. Yes, the Christmas season is celebrated and really having a lot of activities going on for the 12 days. But also in that it ends on January 6th. And January 6th is known as the Feast of the Epiphany. The Epiphany being when the wise men, who were truly wise, highly educated Persian men, made their way to where Jesus was born. It was in their historical premonitions that this was going to happen. We know what the epiphany is historically, but we also know that epiphany is your own enlightenment, your own moment when you have that, aha, I get it. That's what you can capture every year, January 6th. This day of the epiphany, regardless of your belief, regardless of who you align with, what concepts you align with. This is taking a moment so early in the year where you stop and amongst all these millions of people have this moment of enlightenment that's going to set your year. We do tend to go a little silent at the end of the year. We are typically in a good mood, typically having a good time. People are slowing down. People are kind to each other. We start off the new year in hope and faith and love that things will be different. And on January 6th, boom, you get to have an epiphany. Your enlightenment. Where will you go this year? What do you want to happen? What do you want to not happen? But let's do the positive first. Where do you want to be? What's going on in your life that you want to grow further with? Now imagine that everyone next to you, everyone's thinking the same thing at the same time on the same day. Think of the power of that when we align so connectively to each other. We are in community with each other. That's what we're striving for. The power of community when all together everyone is operating in the same mode. This is what makes me 
really fight for our diversity to continue on, even though it's difficult when you're not in the country that it came from. And as we get more and more isolated from each other, I want to share this with you because this is really powerful that we connect, that we gather and create community and not just over these airwaves, not just through the internet, but rather in person. If you got our newsletter in December, you may have read, if you had time, there's still time now even to sign up. You may have read that in my family growing up, we had a joining of Christmas culture. The American version and the Peruvian version kind of latched onto each other, and we ended up with a 48-hour celebration, Christmas Eve and Christmas. And in Peru, Christmas Eve is the biggie. At least when we were growing up, Christmas Eve, because it's what starts the entire season off, it's the birth. That's where you really have the focus. So Christmas Eve in our family was the Peruvian version well into Christmas morning because Christmas Eve was all about the party and going to midnight mass. And Christmas morning, it was like changing in the clocks. Then we did the American tradition. So Christmas morning was all about the stockings and opening presents and eating Christmas brunch that spilled into Christmas dinner. Unfortunately, with the American version of Christmas Day seemingly ends our celebration of Christmas as my mom wanted us to be American. And that's really sad because it's just the beginning of the Christmas season and the Christmas ideal of being kind and humble. January 6th is traditionally the sharing of the presents because that's when the wise men, the magi, brought the presents. They brought their gifts in reverence and respect. And we lost that, that ideal that we were supposed to pause and reflect and think about what is our enlightenment? Where are we at? How far away have we gone from ourselves, from what we believe in, from our souls, not our heads, but our souls, and do a little correction, a little er, 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 er. To come back to our enlightenment, where we didn't celebrate it as part of the Peruvian culture, as the end of the Christmas season, it became a religious holiday for us, but not a lifestyle holiday for us. And we lost that ideal of checking back in. It took away the humility the concept that Christmas is about this newborn born into poverty, born in a manger, born in a barn, and how very much like other faiths, the most simple, humble human, the one who carries the struggle is the one that we revere, that we aim to be more like, and where the power of kings are either humbled by that or become more greedy. Because in one king, King Herod, he's trying to kill the baby, and on the other side, the three kings are traveling huge distances to find him and be humbled and bear gifts to him. And it resonates with today. This is exactly, exactly what's happening today in today's leadership, or lack thereof. So relative to the holiday, 
there's a lot of celebration. I wish we got two Christmases because January 6th would have been a good time to have another rounder, as my British friends call it, another rounder, where you have another party. Because it feels like we still need another party. There's sharing of presents and there's more feasting. Don't you love the Hispanic and Latin American cultures? It's always about the food, and the food is always so fantastic. In Peru, especially, the spicy tamales are really part of this celebration. And since in Peru, this is actually summertime because of the opposite hemispheres. Kids are off school, and so there's lots of revelry to be had during this time. That's why all this laborious cooking can occur when you're in the middle of summer and everyone's available to lend a hand. If you've signed up for our newsletter, you will have received what is my recipe that I created from all the little bits and pieces I had available to me over my lifetime and ultimately from my mother. So I had to cull from very old cookbooks, ones that talked about how to husk the corn kernels, how to treat the olives off the tree and lie, how to put the pot on the fire, and how to use wooden ash in setting the dough. So don't worry, I didn't include that because I was like, wow, wow, we could have started in June in order to get to these tamales by now. So if you signed up for our newsletter, I have the recipe in there. And also an article about what our traditional Christmas was like. This recipe, I tried to make it as simple as possible, but some things just aren't worth taking shortcuts on. And this is one of them. So for the feast day, you're going to have the tamales. You're going to make the sarsa, which is also included in the newsletter recipe. And something in Spain and in Peru, they have the roscón and the roscones de reyes. And this is considered like the king cake, that they make the similar idea down in New Orleans when it's turned for Mardi Gras, which is the beginning of Lent. So this cake, rocones, it's not really a cake. It's more like a bread, like a brioche. That is a ring, like a crown. That's why it was made like that. It's like the three kings. And inside, you place the little figurine, just like in the cake in New Orleans. And whoever gets the little infant, they will be the reigning king. We make it for the year. Maybe it's just for the day. But they're the ones who have that gift put upon them. You could put an almond in there so you don't have anyone cracking their tooth or swallowing a plastic. And on top is the dried fruits. Now you have to get the good dried fruits, not the dried fruits from the 50s, which some of them still use. And of course, there's champagne and that delicious Peruvian food that's going to be on the tables in big celebration. So now you have it all. You have the historical story of what occurred and what people believe in today and why we have this celebration that occurs on January 6th of the Feast of the Epiphany. You also have the ideal that this can easily and readily be transferred into our action of today. Today being a day of enlightenment for each of us, a day of epiphany of how we look forward and frame our year. And we can do this all together.
on the same day all at once, because that will unite us in community and wish each other well. We have clear minds and we can set ourselves going forward in a positive way for the future. And you also have the recipes for some amazing food. We'd love to see if you gave it a try. We'd love to see your pictures. We'd love to have you enjoy the cultural foods and understanding of why they're here on this day. So ladies, happy Epiphany. Happy January 6th. Happy Day of Enlightenment. Let's get on with this year. Let's have the hope, the love, the faith. We can even name them the three queens. Those are the three tenets that will keep us united and going forward in humility, kindness, and acceptance of each other. So welcome, queens. Happy January 6th. Enjoy your epiphany. Enjoy your tamales. Step into your truth, ladies. Ciao.